We're joined by Richard Haran, who's a member of the Capitol District uh, Border Watch, and they're holding a vigil on Sunday, December 10th, uh, starting at 2 p.m., uh, to support asylum and make room at the end uh, as part of the Observance International Human Rights Day. It's going to be at the corner of Fuller Road and uh, Western Avenue in front of Stuyvesant Plaza. So, um, Richard, why don't you give us a brief introduction? What is um, you know, Border Watch and, and why this vigil? Well, um, Border Watch is a, a grassroots organization that uh, was formed in 2019 in response to the family sep separation that was happening at the border. Um, and since then, we've continued to advocate for asylum seekers in uh, a variety of different ways. We have vigils, we have educational events, um, and uh, we do uh, lobbying. Uh, we try to bring our community together uh, and to build awareness um, of what's happening with the asylum seekers and to build support uh, so people will be more welcoming. So December 10th is the uh, 75th anniversary of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Um, you know, what does that declaration, you know, actually recognize and what is its, uh, you know, sort of legal status? Well, um, actually it was a precursor to the um, Geneva Convention Agreement of 1951, um, which uh, clearly defined who a refugee was and uh, what their rights were. So basically, uh, it was it was that. Um, and uh, let me read you exactly what the definition uh, that they set down is uh, at this convention. They voted that a refugee is someone who is unable or unwilling to return to their country of origin owing to a well-founded fear of being persecuted for reasons of race, religion, nationality, or membership of a particular social or political group. Political group. Um, and uh, that remained, uh, that remains the, the definition of a refugee to this day. Um, in 1967, the United States uh, signed uh, the uh, the protocol agreement, uh, and in 1980, the, the the Refugee Act of 1980 was passed, and they they basically retained this definition of refugee uh, in that legislation. So it's um, so the United States is bound both by international law and uh, our own national law to welcome refugees and asylum seekers. Now I understand that uh, Capital District Border Watch, you know, formed in 2019, was initially very uh, focused on the separation of families at the the southwest border. Um, still, apparently, is, is certainly a bit of a problem. But in more recent years, you you've now been um, focusing on, you know, the various asylum seekers that initially were sent from, I guess, Texas, Florida, and elsewhere to to New York City, and now. Uh, at least several hundred are here in the, the, the capital district. You know, w w what are your, you know, sort of existing, um, you know, top priorities in terms of your work? Well, um, it's interesting because um, we had this uh, visit for the first time last year. Uh, and um, last year we were advocating for asylum seekers at the border. This year, however, uh, it's much more immediate. 
because since this past May, a thousand asylum seekers have come to the capital region and uh, are being housed in, in four hotels. And so this year we want to also bring attention or especially bring attention to the asylum seekers that are here right now and uh, need our support and need our help. Now, this may be beyond the scope of uh, Border Watch, um, but um, I, I, I know I have some you know, f friends who are actually involved in providing support services to uh, you know, refugees uh, that have uh, migrated here for, from Afghanistan. And I assume there's sort of a difference between how the United States government deals with refugees coming from Afghanistan as opposed to, you know, the refugees along the uh, the southern border more likely to come in from, you know, various Latin American countries. Um, yes. Um, and I was I was at a, a meeting just this morning where this issue was discussed and the. Um, the Afghans who have uh, arrived recently have been paroled in. That is, they have a legal status um, and uh, they have a path to, um, to work authorization and to permanent residence. The asylum seekers, on the other hand, uh, basically have no legal status and uh, they need to apply for asylum here uh, before they are eligible for um, work authorization. So uh, the situation is is quite is quite different because the Afghans have a lot more. They have more options and more support. So, so what are some of the specific things you would like to see? I guess the Biden administration federally, or even maybe perhaps what the local governments are doing with respect to the support for asylum seekers. Uh, well, all of the above. Uh, we are very grateful that um, Mayor Sheehan and the city of Albany has been very supportive of, um, of the asylum seekers coming to this area. There's not true of uh, everyone in the capital region. We, uh, so we're looking for local support uh, and we also are working on state legislation one area that I was working, I've been working on for the past couple of years is the New York for All Act, which is a, uh, which is state, is a, a state bill, uh, which would prevent the collaboration of local uh, governments and local law enforcement with ICE. But everyone recognizes that um, these are only partial fixes that it, the the um, the reform has to come from the from the federal government, and uh, it it hasn't come so far. There, I think there is a, a lot of support for immigration reform, but there is a small minority who continue to block it. So we have to work uh, at all levels, <clears throat> but but the federal uh, level, I think, is the key. <clears throat> Now, I, I remember a couple of weeks or months ago, you know, there was a big push uh, by the New York state government um, to try to expedite the provision of, you know, work authorization for asylum seekers to be able to, to legally work. I had heard that uh, apparently because, you know, Biden administration doesn't like Venezuela, you know, that uh, was extended to Venezuelans, but um, 
you know, do, are we seeing many Venezuelan among the asylum seekers here in the capital district? And how are others doing in terms of being able to, to legally find work? Um, well, yes, the, the Venezuelans are probably the largest group uh, that uh, that we've seen uh, arrive here. And um, we did uh, a series of, uh, and, and they're being, uh, Venezuelans who arrived in the country before July 31st are being offered the option of applying for temporary protective status. And uh, if they are granted that, then they will receive work authorization um, and you know, a path forward. So we did a series of TPS clinics um, about a month ago and uh, we made a big push to uh, get as many Venezuelans to apply as possible. And the, the figure that I heard is that we managed to uh, do uh, 200 applications. So, but for other groups, um, we haven't been able to do that. So they're, they're kind of just existing the best they can. I mean, they are receiving basic support, but they haven't received work authorization. So we've been talking with Richard Aran uh, with Capital District Board of Watch, every whole individual to support asylum and make room at the end, International Human Rights Day, Sunday, December 10, 2 p.m. at the corner of Fuller Road and Western Avenue. Uh, Richard, do you have a website if people want more information, Facebook page? But we do have a Facebook page, so look us, look us up at uh, Capital District Border Watch. Thank you very much. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.